Welcome to Scare Zone Halloween Horror Nights Podcast, the season four premiere of Scare Zone. We're here just exactly three years after we started this show. I have returned. I'm here with my buddy Bart Scott. I'm going to get Chris Ripley on the air soon. He's got some big stuff going on, and I'm going to have him when we finally get Skype rehooked up here so I don't get hit with all those international charges. But Bart Scott, welcome back to Scare Zone. We're here. It's the end of April, which means it's haunt season. Are you excited? Are, 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 is, it the, is. is the blood flowing now? I, I am. I'm, I'm, ha, I'm pretty it. psyched. I've got my little ash next to me here, and we're we're and Sam is here somewhere, and we're ready. Well, I'm not in yeah. quite as spooky of a of a setup. I'm just here at a desk in an office. But since we <laughs> last spoke, and the last time there was an episode of Scare Zone was when we had on Mr. Wild Stallion himself talking about some some backstory, some history of Halloween Horror Nights. But today. Which, thanks to him, we also got hooked up with pretty cool Blu-rays of those. So, Mm -hmm. you know, rock and roll to him. Now, since then, two houses have been announced. uh, Maybe a little later than usual. Felt a little bit later than usual. But the first one was the very well-expected, very highly anticipated, once again, I wouldn't even call it even an announcement because we all felt like it was coming. But it came with maybe some caveats, and that is Stranger Things, not two. Not Stranger Things 3, but a combo pack, Stranger Things 2 and 3 um, coming for you. And I'm uh, I'm excited about this because I loved Stranger Things Season 2. So um, if you bring some of those elements, you bring some of the, you bring some, like you said, Bart, you bring some, some Ghostbusters into this, you, you, you're speaking yes. my language. Well, can they, though, was, was my question. Or did it, like, because I know that the Universal had a Ghostbusters attraction at one time. So I wonder, do they have like, do they still need to get permission to use those uniforms or is it a standing license or how does it, I don't know. Well, Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters wasn't even a universal movie. It was a Sony Columbia movie. Columbia, right. Yeah. which I wonder how that works. Uh, Do they have to go get separate permission from Ghostbusters or whoever? I don't know who owns it, if Columbia owns it or Reitman owns it or what. Or can it just be, hey, it was in Stranger Things, we got the rights to that. Sony owns Ghostbusters. Okay. Uh, now there are obviously a lot of like Sony existing properties that exist still at Universal, so maybe. But also, yeah. you know, maybe it's a sub licensing type deal. Like, all right, well, we approve this in Stranger Things, so now it goes there. Or you're just going to see some right. suits without any patches on. Some brown, some brown jumps. Right, that's what I was kind of wondering. <laughs> that's probably more likely the case. Uh, I, maybe yeah. we're going to get just some brown jumpsuits and some, uh, you know. Yeah, you know, custom made proton packs. Because as as I said, for many years now it feels like I feel like that episode of Stranger Things, specifically the Ghostbusters episode, it was my Ghostbusters three. Now we're getting Ghostbusters three, starring the kid from Stranger Things. Uh you know, come what? Yeah. When did that happen? I didn't know this. Is it uh I'm pretty sure I saw him do an interview about it. Yeah, I mean he's he's definitely the lead. In Stranger oh, Things, Finn? or in yeah, Finn Finn. Wolfhard, yeah, him. He's going to be the lead of Ghostbusters three. Interesting. I didn't know that at all. That's interesting. I'm going to make sure but that the- I'm, I didn't like dream that or something. Uh, let, me, <laughs> let me see here. Yeah. We're talking about the one with that Ackroyd's coming. Ackroyd and, and I assume Ernie Hudson are going to be. In, I, right? I assume we have everybody in it. But yeah, Ghostbusters. Yeah, Stranger Things actor Finn Wolfhard. Uh, they said I to star, but he's already doing interviews. I saw him do an interview last week where he was talking about 
how he read for it, didn't know what it was, and it was told later on it was Ghostbusters after he got told he was cast. So I assume that's wow. 100% confirmed that he is going to be, if not the lead, one of the leads in the new uh, Ghostbusters series. Has it happened before where an actor dressed as a character and ended up getting a, the role? I, I feel like it has some. It happens a lot in music, I feel like. I feel like a lot of tribute bands become the actual band. <laughs> Sure. Yeah, like that's true. Like Adam Lambert. And- yeah, Adam <laughs> Lambert, like Kiss, even to some extent. Like Tommy was a was in a Kiss cover band, I think, and he was like their personal assistant. Then he became a member of the band. You had uh, you had that happen in Journey, where a tribute artist became the lead yeah, singer. I think right. it happened now, maybe in Chicago. And I know it, it, it happened to Steel Dragon. Yeah, about I was about to say it happened to Steel Dragon, uh, <laughs> which you know, which they play that song by the way by Steel Dragon at every National Predators game. Oh really? Stand up and shout! I, well, yeah. My voice is shot. Clearly, I, that's how I sound now. I uh, that was a bit that was a bit like Motley Crue. Uh, but they I mean, do I that every time. Years ago, every years ago, The Rock was on SNL and he dressed as Superman. And I remember looking, watching that, going, "Man, they should, why aren't they just doing that?" Like, and this is early in The Rock's film yeah. career. Like, I think he was still mostly a wrestler at that point because he still had hair. And uh, I was like, "Man." That would be some good casting right there. Put this guy in the Superman suit, but yeah. never happened. No, they keep saying he's going to be Black Adam. I don't know if that's he's happening. Be Black Adam. It's like that going also, on. Is that movie happening? I don't. So yes, I, I think I read just recently with Shazam coming out that that's actually is still moving forward somehow. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you know, he 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 did have his home at Universal. A disaster. The that's right. That's true. He's been in. Now he's had two different rides at uh, Universal. Yeah, it's true. He's in the Fast and Furious. I didn't think about that. So, oh, that's odd that he was mm-hmm. in both. Um, that, yeah. <laughs> that he was in the ride that replaced the ride. Uh, oh, that's true. I didn't think about that. You're right. Yeah, and he was also obviously uh, not – I mean, he's not in that version of The Mummy, but is in that universe as the Scorpion King. Yeah, the Scorpion King. That's right. He just referenced that today on his Instagram story because he, uh, he put up a story of him and Kevin Hart riding camels for Jumanji 2 and – he said he learned to ride a camel by doing the Scorpion King. So, oh, interesting. Weird, pointless trivia that has nothing to do with uh, Horror Nights. But, but still, it has it. We, we, <laughs> we found connective tissue. But We will always find connective tissue. We can do that. Yeah, but so Stranger Things is happening. Season 2, obviously, huge hit. St- season 3, we don't know a whole lot about other than a lot of it exists in a mall, apparently. Right, which which will be incorporated into the house, it said. I was just yeah. rereading the description. That's right, I was too. The star... And- Starlight Mall, Starcourt Star Mall. Mall, which is actually yeah. the Gwinnett Place Mall, which was my hometown mall when I was a kid. Where's that? It's outside of Atlanta in the in Gwinnett oh. County, and that's where we used to go. And now it's kind of half shut down. It's one of those malls, sort of like a dead mall. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when they showed that footage of it from Stranger Things Season 3, or just Stranger Things 3, and they kind of flipped it back and showed what it looked like, that's really what it did look like. If it like in the oh, sure. in the in the I was there in the mid nineties, but mid nineties mall and late eighties mall, kind of similar. Uh, Pretty <laughs> much the same. That was before. Yeah. Like I feel like they updated stuff with like LED screens. Like before then, it was all yeah, yeah. it was still the same. A lot of neon, a lot of uh, oh yeah, a lot of neon, a lot yeah. of white tile floors. Oh yeah, yeah. So I, oh, I, I mean, I remember that first teaser for season three where they were where it was like a commercial for that mall. Yeah. And it doesn't it doesn't matter that I've never been to that mall. I grew up in the eighties. Like in nineteen eighty five, I was ten years old. So the mall was a big part of my life and it looked exactly like every mall I ever went to. Oh yeah. It was creepy. Yeah, wherever there's a wall in books, 
you know that it's Where, where's Walden Books? Where's Music Land? You know, where's KB Toys? Yep. Show it to me. The pretzel, uh, the pretzel. I can't remember. There used to be a famous pretzel place back in the eighties where they would dip it in cheese or chocolate sauce. That's eluding me. I'm trying to think. Not the Auntie Anne's. That's the only thing I think of. No, it was way before well, Auntie. I don't know any other pretzel places. Yeah, I don't know either. I think it was like pretzel on a stick or. something. I do feel like, like the cookie anyway. cake is the staple. Oh yeah, like the, that's the nineties. Maybe it's the late eighties. The like, if you want to describe what the mid eighties, well, the mid eighties to mid nineties tastes like, it's a cookie cake. Uh, Big cookie cake. Yeah. yeah. And occasionally somebody well, here at the office like, still gets them and I'm like, oh, it's just like this is a flavor that has not changed. I don't know what that what that uh, consistency is of the cookie and that weird frosting. It's delicious. Mm-hmm. Oh, they do the two chocolate chip cookies with just a big wad of frosting between them and make a sandwich out of it. Okay. You couldn't even eat the whole thing. Oh, yeah. What's that? Rich. That has a name. I forget what it's called. <laughs> it's called diabetes. <laughs> no, no, no. Amanda still <laughs> occasionally, when we're looking for a treat, you'll treat yourself. Uh, she'll get herself one of those. They're called double downs, I think, or double something. Double doozies. I don't know. Something like that. Occasionally, we'll stop by one do, of the cookie place and get that. Do, do they still do the one that I used to get? Way too often, it was a. I think it was a peanut butter cookie, but it was shaped into the form of a cup, and then they just filled it with chocolate frosting. Chocolate I've never icing. no, I've never heard of that. That's that's a special. Oh lord, oh man, that was heaven, <laughs> heaven <laughs> and hell in one thing. All right, we got to get back on track. <laughs> anyway, back to Stranger Things, back to Horror Nights. That's a problem. Uh, diet going by the do way. Do you know Halloween Horror Nights obviously starts this year historically early, starting that first weekend in September, running through November second. We know that there's going to be five scare zones. We know that there is going to be what? They said 10 houses. 10 and- houses, five scare zones, and live entertainment yet to be announced. But I guess we can probably assume that Academy of Villains will be back. Who knows? Who knows? I mean, I, I'm willing to say this year, and, and I don't think I'm breaking any protocol by saying this, usually we know a lot of what's going on. And not just we, like, we're sharing it. Maybe someone's, like, slipped me in at some information here or there. Maybe someone's leaked something mm. here or there. Right now... It is pretty darn quiet. They have done a good job keeping things on lockdown this year, uh, or I've just been completely disconnected. Either way, probably a little bit of both. I thought I saw Mike Aiello tweeting something to the head of Academy of Villains not too long ago. Does that doesn't necessarily? Mean oh, I wouldn't anything. be surprised. I mean, I'm, that doesn't mean it anything. feels like he really seems that. to love them. Yeah, I I, re- I remember we were sitting a couple rows behind him. Last year, and he was very much enjoying that show. Yeah, we're the like, old. Very much we're the old. Enamored. We're the old. We were the only two people. Apparently, <laughs> we're the only two people in North America that didn't enjoy Academy of Villains. Yeah. Apparently, but it's all right. And I feel like maybe we're, next I, year, we have to go year. again. It's not like we're. we're I'm not going to be those people who were on that first tour we did, where they were like, "I'm not seeing Bill and Ted. I'm going to go well, see it." Bill and Ted. Right. I'm going to see it once. Yeah, for sure. I guess. For sure. And, and you know what? I was re-watching it the other day, the little bit of video yeah. that I got of it. And my kids were like, this looks so cool. I'm like, yeah. It's to that audience. Know. It makes sense. Well, the other house that got announced uh, just last week was Nightingale's Blood Pit. Blood Pit. I love this. I love this so much. I uh, I love the name. I love that it's Blood Pit. It just feels like this is my era of horror nights again. Like it's a bit, I don't know. It's a bit early two thousands. It's a bit, you know. It's a bit ooh, ah, 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 like it has that vibe. 
to I love it. That description. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> it's got some new metal in it, man. It's nighting it's nightingales, blood pit. It's it's stinking like gladiator themed. I mean, or or whatever yes. you want to call it. Like that is I'm sorry. Oh, it's ancient Rome. What was but, but what was my late 90s was, you know, you know, are you not entertained? You know, this is <laughs> This oh, is right. – this feels – it's not a throwback necessarily, though I think this was a, a theme they've reused before. I have to go back and look at the details. People are going to go after me. But I feel like this is something we've seen kind of before. But I'll read a little bit of what it says. Imagine yourself. Well, that's what I was going to ask you because yeah. I, I – this is a – they Nightingales is, is something they've done before. Yes. But was it not in ancient Rome is what I was going to ask. I, I know it's in Chris's book. Yeah. I don't know. If, if I read it, I don't remember. I got to go back and – Either reread it or wait for the new edition to come out. Right. But so Nightingales has been done before, but I don't know what the setting was. Right. I'm not sure when the last one was, but I know Halloween Horror Nights 21, maybe. Uh, there was. Well, so not that long ago. I mean, like seven years ago, <laughs> eight years ago. Well, I, I know, but to me, that doesn't seem that long. 2011. I mean, that, I mean, yeah. I mean, before I was a dad, um, there was Nightingales. Well, this is the thing. I, I almost have a teenager now, so that doesn't seem that long yeah. ago to me. I mean, I was almost, I was almost a dad. Uh, so it was no, it took place in uh, what does it say? The original Nightingales. I'll just read this straight Blood from the Bray. Horror Nights wiki. Uh, let's see here. Guess immediately enter one of the myriad trenches crossing the Western Front with a British Mark IV uh, tank stuck in its attempt to cross the trench. A nurse with inhumanly large teeth. Okay, this has nothing to do with what I feel like. Um, but this is so. This makes so now I see where the name comes from. It was a nurse, so like Florence Nightingale, right? But so these are like creatures. They're apparently timeless because this was. So what was that? Did it say World War Two or World War One? I? I don't think it says um, specifically. Does it? There's yeah, a British. It's a, just a, it's a west the Western Front, a British Mark IV tank, um, and now we're going back to ancient Rome. So they're almost like these nightingales are just these timeless creatures that just appear. Yeah. Uh, I can't history. remember like history. this. Be- I mean, I remember doing it, but I don't have a specific memory of being like, man, that was great. Like, not that it was bad, but maybe in 2011, I wasn't thinking as – I wasn't thinking as big as I think now where it's like, oh, is this going to be one we're going to remember? Is this going to be one we're going to talk about on the show? How are we going to describe it? Where I feel like now I'm I'm much more in it. Mm-hmm. Back in 2011, I feel like I was still like having a blast walking through these things. Just like, whatever, man, let's just have a party and oh. have a good time. Now I feel like I am uh, a little bit more you know, tuned in. Last time it was in a soundstage was in soundstage 23, you know, mm-hmm. so uh, which is a, a classic a universal soundstage. It, it does say that a scene was featured in 25 and Jack presents 25 years of Monsters and Mayhem. Well, there you go. So, so we to you, you would have seen Nightingale somewhat. Oh, never mind. Um, no, yeah. It said there was Move a video preview, but it's no longer available. <laughs> oh. Well, so but uh, but this version have seen them. Yeah, and this version returns with ancient Rome suffering its worst drought in centuries, and the ruthless emperor has declared the gladi- gladiatorial games to continue nonstop until the rain returns, and the gruesome bloodshed of the games is horrifying enough. But then come the creatures, the nightingales. As the blood soaks into the earth, the nightingales feed on the dead, on the dying, and the nightingales are a grisly race of creature that have been here since the dawn of time. You may think you're familiar with their past feeding frenzies, but you haven't seen them like this. You'll try to survive alongside the gladiators as the ravenous nightingales tear into their victims and notice that fresh blood has come into their midst. 
Very interesting. I love this. I love this time period. I, well, I don't love this time period, but I love things that have to do with the gladiators and 300 kind of in the arena. This is the inter and arena of gore. Like that, I just... Now you're speaking my language, Horror Nights. Last year, you may have... You may have uh, you may have softened up a little. People would have been like, eh, they're going soft. Bunch of softies here at Horror Nights. But this year, announcement number two, after Stranger Things, we get an original, number one, an original concept, which is not historically what's happened recently. It's been all the IPs, and then they'll drop in, in, an original here and there, maybe the scare zones. Uh, this is right out the bat, second time, second thing announced previously with Stranger Things, big pop Big kid friendly, you know, thing. And this time we get Nightingale's Blood Pit. So I mean, I'm I'm very excited about this one. I can just imagine the Coliseum. I can imagine all of the the possible things that could happen in this. So man, I'm I'm excited. Oh, and if you know, in my limited experience with Horror Nights, man, I've found now two for two that the original I, the original houses I find way more entertaining and interesting than the IPs. And that's not to it's not to dump on the IP houses, but like like Stranger Things last year was neat and it was well done. But you compared to like a Scary Tales, um, what was some of the other original one? I mean, you know what kills me is that people say that they felt like last year was soft or whatever. That stinking Patient Zero, whatever it was called, uh, in dead France, agent, if, if, dead exposure, whatever, dead exposure. If you call it, telling me that's softening their edge. I don't know. I can't imagine what would happen before that, then, because there was nothing. That was the one where we both almost dumped out. So yeah, yeah. I, and, and admittedly, that was more of a of a sensory overload right. kind of thing, more more than being scary. But yeah, I mix this one. This announcement got me way more excited than the Stranger Things. I mean, like I said, I think Stranger Things two and three will be interesting. I've been rewatching. I'm in the middle of season two again, and I'm watching with my son this time because nice. he's never seen it. And it's great. I, I forgot how good season two really was. Um, so I'm super excited, but it's like then, but the, reading this and just picturing like walking through like, what is the set going to look like? You know, it's because you think of a haunted house, you think of tight corridors and corners and hallway. You think of the Coliseum, it's a wide open space. So what are they going to do here? Is it going to be a little bit of both? Are we going to be kind of in the, in the bowels of the Coliseum, you know, but uh, I feel like I can smell it these, already. <laughs> with, oh, for sure. There's going to be a lot of burning, like burning, kind of like the burning. Smell, that sulfur smell, the Rome burning at Epcot yeah. uh, up the street. I, I absolutely cannot wait. Uh, I can't wait to see what they because I saw in the in the old one or the la, in that original Lightning Gale's house, they were dressed like nurses, obviously. So what are they going to look like in this? Are they going to look like the like uh, He-Man figures? I don't know, but I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited nonetheless. So. They're going to look like those weird new Batman He-Man looking figures. Have you seen those? That, that was, I mean, it's weird, but that's the first thing that came to my mind for some reason. <laughs> what, are, what are those called? Um, they sell them at Target. It's Batman. Uh, I don't know, but and they also have Primal the Age. There. Batman Primal, primal age. age. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Is that what they call the ones, the Freddy and Jason ones? Or do those have a, are those Primal Age too, or do they have a different name? No, I think those are cool. I think they had a, well, did they? They were all made by Funko, right? Yeah, they're all, well, at least they're distributed by Funko, yeah. Yeah. I they're literally know. just He-Man, He-Man bodies with like these customized heads basically, but. I mean, they're awesome and they and sell like a, a Grayskull looking thing. And I mean, I, yeah, I've wanted to buy all of it, but mm-hmm. my son doesn't care at all. I showed it to him and he's like, meh, pass. I was like, well, I can't justify just buying this. So, 
The coolest looking one is the Mr. Freeze figure because it looks like some Game of Thrones type uh, character. But man, I uh, thought about going to you know they're playing in the month of May all of the Batman movies, the original four, theatrically. Really? It's, I think it's once a week for for the month of May. So it's Batman, Batman oh, wow. Returns Forever, and Batman and Robin. And I am very tempted to go to Batman and Robin just to see, like, does anyone show up? Are people there just to mock it? Because as a kid, I loved that movie. <laughs> so, I mean, I wasn't – I mean, I didn't love it. I walked away being like, that was fine. Batman Forever I loved. Uh, so I don't know. I, I'm, I'm oddly intrigued to see, like, oh, you're putting a movie that was universally panned back into theaters. For Batman the, and Robin. Yeah, and I don't even think it's, it's- cult-loved. I, I don't know. I loved it, you know, in, in that I did too. Batman Forever got so far off track for me that when about the time that one came out, I was like, okay, so you made a movie version of the old 60s TV show. I'm fine with that. This is fun. And and Schwarzenegger as Mr. Freeze looked cool. I don't that costume was amazing. I, I loved it. Anybody. I loved it. The plot was stupid, but it was great. Uh, and, it, and I actually Clo- Clooney made a great Batman in just a terrible Batman movie. But, you know, if anything, if they ever make the Dark Knight Returns where Batman's supposed to be an old man, they should cast Clooney and give him a second shot. Give him redemption. And my favorite thing of those movies were just like their suits were always like sparkly and like mm-hmm. like they're like silver and shiny. And it was just, oh, yeah. At the end of that, they're yeah. all wearing silver and blue uh-huh. suits. Oh, yeah. That's, I love it so <laughs> much. And uh, I have to say the Mr. Freeze costume, though, in that it's got a Horror Nights vibe. Like it's got a kind of a campy horror weird vibe like I'm telling you. like something straight out of like the roger corman fantastic four like it's the same kind of thing you look at it now and you're like Ugh. but at the time i was just like oh yeah this is great i know and i remember reading somewhere you could probably tell me if this is true or not because you have more inside knowledge but it, it, it originally i i read in the planning stages of islands of adventure marvel island was almost dc island yeah i think it may and have been imagine- like a combo Oh really? Or maybe oh, wow. I, I, that would have been interesting. It's been a while. I, I I can't really remember exactly. Someone needs have they have someone written the unofficial story of how Islands of, of Islands of Adventure? <laughs> Come on, Chris, get writing. Yeah. Um, imagine if they did like a villain, like a DC villain's house for horror nights. Well, even now, imagine if they could. This would be so niche. But imagine if they did this the Batman Primal Age. Horror Nights house, <laughs> where it's all those characters looking like giant, like gladiator love style. It. Oh my gosh, how cool! Yeah, that now be? that that Warner Brothers event is dead, it's perfect. Oh, is it? Yeah, they announced they that. Them that already? Well, at least we'll not return this year. Wow! Didn't they only do one year? I think it was two years. The first year was kind of like years? not really well publicized. The second year, no, you know, they went hard, and I think it just flopped. Uh, unfortunately, because I honestly thought it looked awesome. But I never uh, got to attend. Now I think they're they're more focusing on, you know, a lot of the studios are spoke focusing on now the the more tours and special events and that kind of thing. So maybe this crossed over. I think they said this is crossing over with something else they're doing. But I don't know. Like I've been tempted to go out. The Sony lot's doing a Ghostbusters like three day fan fest. Yeah, I know. And, I saw that. And that's obviously like a very tempting for me. But tickets are but really expensive, expensive. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm going to be just surrounded by crazy people. Like, I feel like if you're willing to drop – and here's the thing, guys. If you see that I show up, know that I am one of those crazy people because there's a chance. <laughs> because they the stuff they're advertising for the Ghostbusters Fan Fest is pretty legit. Like, mm-hmm. it's the it's not 
Bill Murray, but you got Ivan Reitman, you have Jason Reitman, who's directing and co-writing the new one. You got Dan Aykroyd, Ernie Hudson, you got Walter Peck, Ray Parker Jr., Dave Coulier. Dave Coulier? <laughs> oh, because of the cartoon. Yeah, they're doing a, a reunion of, of some of the people from the cartoon and are doing like a live reading of uh well wasn't Arsenio Hall Winston in the cartoon? He was the uh first Winston and then he was replaced, but yeah. But he's not advertised for this yet. They just they just made a new whole bunch of announcements for who's gonna be there, and I love the people that are coming to this convention. Because these are people that don't show up at it like I don't remember ever being in any conventions. Uh the woman who is the female student at the beginning of the first movie, who's getting shocked. <laughs> That's great. The other guy, the guy that gets shocked. Yeah. <laughs> they got him, huh? He was he was available? You're kidding. The person who played Slimer in Ghostbusters 2 and Lady Slimer in Answer the Call, which is now they're calling Ghostbusters ATC, which That's no, weird. no one ever called it that. Uh, let's see who else is on here. Uh, okay, Harold Ramis' daughter. I actually would love to see that. Mm-hmm. Timothy Carhart, who played the violinist with the sniffles. Oh, sure. <laughs> uh, I get, they're crediting one guy as Slimer. Uh, a stunt double for Harold Ramis. Uh, Nunzio from Ghostbusters 2. Now I have to... <laughs> oh, the Scolari brothers. It's He's one of the Scolari brothers, which I, th- oh, okay. I thought were puppets. Uh, <laughs> um, the sculptor of Stay Puffed. The sculptor of the Librarian Coast, which this guy looks like he's twenty. I don't know how that's possible. Uh, and sculptor then cu- Stay Puff, yeah. you've got an item you could have him sign. That would be uh, kind true. of valuable. Yeah, and uh, you know, and live performances, lots of stuff going on. But that's in June, June seventh and eighth on the lot. The though. Twinkie, they have the Twinkie. They have the Twinkie. You could pose to a photo <laughs> op about the Twinkie with, with the Twinkie. <laughs> um, oh, they've just added a discounted ticket, general admission for just Saturday for one hundred and fifty bucks. Oh, all right. There you go. Uh, but tickets go up to $1,500. Include breakfast with the celebrities, which now I'm curious if that, is that – Which celebrities? Which celebrities? <laughs> like, it's, like now we've broadened it. When it was the original list of Dan Aykroyd and, and you know all these other people. Yeah. That now I'm a little how worried. Up, how high up do the celebrity? Yeah, I don't, I don't really care about having eggs with uh, the guy who got shot <laughs> yeah, in yeah. the beginning as much. You can keep your five bucks. Will you say that on my? Uh, <laughs> will you say that on my my answering machine? I need people to call. You can keep your five bucks. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, yeah, just says exclusive breakfast with talent, and then a group photo op with the main stars you want to meet. Wait, did you say is Annie Potts there? Did you say that she's not on the list? She's not on the list. And we know Rick's not coming. Uh, Rick doesn't do anything. Anymore. No, Rick's not on the list. Bill's not on the list. Except for the Goldbergs. For- <laughs> yeah, sort of. Like kind of. All right. So, so yeah. you, got Nightingales. Like <laughs> you got Nightingales. You got yeah. Stranger Things. Stranger Things. And that's all we got so far. There's nothing really I mean, else to report. Now, there have been rumblings of Ghostbusters. You probably got pizza fries. <laughs> they, I, okay. I will confirm that there will be pizza fries because <laughs> – I have no knowledge, but they've been tweeting so much still about pizza fries that. that part of me is like, "There's, there's no way there's not pizza fries at this point." Something I've never even had. We've, we've never had the pizza. We've been there both years since pizza fries began, and we've yet to have them. On my current we diet, I don't think I could. Time. I don't think I could do it. But maybe I could. I, I, I don't feel like that's the first thing I should put in my body. Like cheat day. What are you gonna have? 
I don't know. Pizza fries. Probably not. I hope by September you're willing to try a little something. Oh, I'm already. I'm trying a little something. A little, a little, little something Pizza here. fries. I mean, we missed the – what were we looking for last year? Oh, it was – there was some kind of a drink inspired by a – like a waffle drink or a waffle smoothie or something. Remember? And we got them. They'd already closed the oh, that's right. down. That's right. We got to figure out if there's a day two we can go this year because – I love doing – we get invited to the event. Oh, yeah. It's great. I, I would love to go just like we go at our pace. On our own. We splurge yeah. a little on a on an express pass. We hit mm-hmm. up the houses we like. We do some rides because I haven't had that Horror Nights experience now. Well, I guess I did one day back uh, the year before last. But like we just – I don't know. I miss that. I miss the chill portion of it. So I think – well, hopefully we'll get to go to the media event. If we don't, it's okay. We'll still – at that point, hey, maybe opening night <laughs> we end up doing it on our own base. But uh, – Well, I would love to go – like because I, I, I have loved the media event. It's one of the sure. best experiences I've ever had. But I would also like to go a little later in the season because it, things kind of change as they tweak. And I'd like to see – I'd like to be able to do kind of a compare and contrast. Like, okay, on night on opening night, this happened and by – early October this was happening or something like that. But also and yeah, like you said, like that the the media event is awesome because you get to see everything, but to do so you're moving nonstop. We we don't even have time to stop and think about what we just saw before we're seeing the next thing. So it would be nice to go back and like you said, just kind of take hit the houses we really love, to sit back, go do a couple rides, you know. Look and there's still sit a deal down right for there. five minutes. <laughs> exactly. There's still a deal right now through June fifth that if you buy a ticket with the Halloween Horror Nights flex ticket, you get a free night. So Really? Yeah. It's a buy one, get one. Sec- get a second free night when you buy one night. So <sighs> I got to find a place to stay. Oh yeah. Speaking of which <laughs> I'll get to that at the end. If you're looking for a place to stay during Horror Nights, do I have a place for you unless we're staying there? Uh, and <laughs> what I'm happy to well, do. Well, that. Yeah. In fact, well, I guess I could do it right now. So. Well, I mean, if you're if you're cool, there's room for all of us. But, you know. I'm not that cool. Uh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, I have a vacation rental property that I rent out nightly. It is called Airbnb. Go to Airbnb.com. And uh, you can look at all the pictures. It is a – sleeps 10 people, has seven beds. Uh some themed out areas. If you're bringing kids with you to Disney, you got a like a princess bo- boutique area. I almost said boutique because I'm in the Minnie Mouse world. Uh, boutique area. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's four twin beds, a couple king beds, I think three king beds. There's a pool table. There's a theater area, video games, whatever you need. We got it right here, and a private pool, an outdoor kitchen, uh, a lot of stuff that you may think if you're getting, if you're you're making a whole trip around going to Horror Nights. This is a great place to actually go and relax because, as Bart just said, uh, Horror Nights can kick your butt. (laughs) Right, Bart? Yeah. In a good way, but yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, by the end of the night, you're exhausted. And instead of going back to, you know, a a cramped little hotel room, I would go sit by the pool, have yourself a drink, you know, just chill out and spend a nice weekend. There are still quite a few weekends, Horror Nights weekends, uh, available. The second weekend, that's the 12th. Weekend of the twelfth through the September what sixteenth is available. Then you got the next weekend is booked. The week after that, those available. The twenty fifth, uh, the weekend of the twenty seventh is available of September, and then October. I believe we're pretty much open except for on Halloween weekend where it's booked. So if you want to come during Horror Nights, what you need to do go to Airbnb.com and click contact. 
reach out to me first. Don't just go ahead and book because if you're a listener to ScareZone, tell me and I'll give you the well, – we, we can come up with a name for it. The Fear B&B Hookup. The, uh, oh, very good. We'll give you the, uh, the old uh, – I don't know. I'll come up with something fun. We'll give you – Hey, if you book, maybe I'll even throw in a uh, – if you book for at least a weekend, four nights, I'll throw in a Scare Zone t-shirt of your choice. How about that? Sound pretty good? I think that sounds good. Or you can get a discount, one or the other. Yeah, that's great. So I think you better stop now. You're giving away the farm here. No. And then again, that's like <laughs> either you get a little discount or you'll get a t-shirt. So the discount may be better. <laughs> and that's at Airbnb.com or just reach out to me on all kinds of social media. Um Anything else, though, in the world of Horror Nights we need to cover? I'm, I'm going to, like, look over Chris's page and see if there's anything before we wrap up. But i got to hit a wedding rehearsal here in a second. Yeah, you got to go. I, I can't think of anything in the world of Horror Nights. I'm not really uh, as tuned in as you are, but uh, I'm excited. They, 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 they tweeted something recently about sleep paralysis demons. Uh, I, I've seen a lot of speculation that, there's gonna, that there's, they're expecting a house based on that, oh, what's that other Netflix show? The Haunting of Hill House or Haunted Hill? The House something? What am I, what's it called? I don't know. They canceled that one I hoped was going to get a house. The Christine McConnell. Oh, I know. So that's a bummer. I can't believe, I'm so sad they canceled that show. I know. And now, uh, now the, the guy who made all the puppets, he's trying to like kickstart his own show. Kickstart it? Oh, okay. I know. I feel uh, like that's, that's the a The show I'm thinking go. of is... It's the one with Carla Gugino, The Haunting of Hill House. Yeah, I think you're right. And there's a lot of people, and I've heard, first of all, that it's like the scariest thing. Everyone that's talked to me about it says it's the scariest thing they've ever seen. I've yet to watch it. Um, but people, a lot of people are speculating that's going to be a house. And, and someone implied that that tweet about sleep paralysis demons might have had something to do with that. I don't, I don't know. I haven't seen it. I'm just telling you what I read. Well, the luck is scary, so, so it will be announced tomorrow. And probably we'll have to probably. come back next week. The curse will continue. There was one thing that did happen in the world of horror in Universal, which was they opened up a horror store. A what? A horror, like Universal Monsters and Alfred Hitchcock full time mm-hmm. store. Store? With it with a Halloween Horror Nights bear in it. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so the horror I'm store in. just opened into the old Terminator gift shop. Oh, okay. And uh, it's got all sort of – I mean, it looks similarly to the store that you'll see at, at Horror Nights. It's got a creature of the Black Lagoon. I, I was just going to ask, will that affect the tribute – it's called the tribute store, yeah. usually, isn't it? Yeah. That's it, over in New York. I wonder if – they'll still do that, I would hope. I That's would, always a cool – I would bet. A real th- tricked-out store, so I can't imagine they would not do that. But, yeah, this um, seems to have like a Ghostbuster section to bring it back. It seems to have obviously Universal Monsters, some Jurassic Park, anything in the world of horror that's happened – uh, but then the bear head sticking out there pretty prominently. Yeah, you know, if they if they have a Ghostbuster sex, something tells me they'll have the Ghostbuster suits in the stream. I, I I have a feeling they won't have a problem putting those in there. Um, they have to. You know what else that I saw that was cool? Speaking in the world of horror nights, um, Fred, well, your sometimes co-host Scott Garland, yeah, um, his girlfriend Stacy posted that in the uh, uh, prop shop they have the map. Uh, like a tapestry of the map from Scary Tales of the whole kingdom. That's cool. It was apparently oh yeah, hanging I, remember, I, remember, I remember seeing that. Yeah, that looked and that yeah, it's for sale in that uh, store where they sell all the props and stuff. Yeah, in uh, Williams of Hollywood. 
Willem's probably God knows what it costs, but it's there. Well, <laughs> probably yeah. probably next to the chance mannequin that no one's buying. right. Exactly. At a certain point, it hits a it's it's a place you can't uh, do that. Let's plug. You know, if you want to watch good YouTube stuff. Uh, Scott Garland, Sky Too Hotty, he has his own yes. YouTube channel that's been blowing up the last few weeks. It is Passports mm-hmm. Parts or Passports Parks and Parts Unknown on YouTube. Parts Unknown. <laughs> it gets a little wrestling, a little horror nights. But they t- they cover horror nights. They did last year. They did him and his son did in the same technical day horror nights Orlando and and uh, California in L.A. In the oh, that's right. Same day. Man, I forgot they did that. So they left the park at 2 a.m. in Orlando, got on, a, drove straight to the airport, I think, or maybe maybe slept for an hour, got on a flight, and then did Horror Nights that night. So in Hollywood. So you can watch that. I've loved watching that video. So you can go check that out. Yeah. Uh, you get a lot of Universal from them, too. So Oh, yeah, for sure. They're, they're obviously, if you're a fan of the show, you should. Yeah, <laughs> so I would definitely I recommend following, and they're very close to a thousand. So I've been trying to push on Twitter. Let's get them to a thousand. That's that's the magic number on YouTube. I mean, you know, it's not that magic as I can attest, but it's <laughs> it's where things start happening. So let's push them to a thousand if we can. Sounds good. Anything you want to plug before we wrap up? Nothing right now. Something right now. something Just in the pipeline. To, let's. Uh, uh, Maybe, maybe. I'm keep keep trying to get my uh, new podcast started. Every time I think I'm going to record, something comes up. Like today, a kid with strap throat. So we'll, we'll get there. We're here. <laughs> we're back. Scare Zone is back. We're here. We're not going away. I mean, this is the start of. I think it's good. Take a little healthy break. This is the start of season four. We're going to kick it off, and we'll probably talk to you within a couple of weeks of what's been going on. If news breaks, and I'm not out of town, I will be in Orlando actually a lot. So if you see me, come say hey. Uh, through the month of May, but we'll be talking and we'll be keeping you update. Follow us on Twitter. That's at SZ Podcast on Instagram as well. You can find us ScareZone. ScareZone.com for all your other needs, including the shirts which are available. Make sure you pick them up uh, this year. Maybe we'll come up with some new designs. We'll see what happens. We'll see. Hopefully if you missed us. If you've missed us, tell us. Because I've missed this. It's been fun talking. You know what I will do? I'll tweet that my horror novella Marrow is still available on Amazon Kindle. There you go. So, and I just got a, just got another new five star review. At least I hadn't seen it, so I appreciate those. It's been all five stars so far across the board. So I'm very happy about that. So, if you want to read a, 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 a quick, easy horror read, look up Marrow on Amazon uh, by B. Andrew Scott. That's my horror pen name since that's what I told you. It's a real departure from my real name. So. All right, let's wrap it up. Not very, it's not very expensive, so <laughs> check it out. All right, well, until <laughs> next time, keep your eyes closed, your ears open, and we'll see you at Finnegan's. <laughs>